not for real, man, because um, those guys are, you know, great at what they do and they also get paid, man. But at some point it's, it's like, man, um, I don't know, man. I just appreciate it, you know. Um, thanks for, you know, not respecting me, I guess. So, um, yeah. Big, big reason why this team is so friggin' good is Mr. T. Hill. Uh, he is, uh, nobody enjoys himself on a football field more than he does. It's not just playing the game. It's the entertainment. It's the fun. And uh, obviously, his ability to run away from every corner and safety in the league and uh, and how he gets open all the time. I think he's even uh, a little surprised. I I don't know how it, I I don't know how. If somebody had told me he was going to catch this many deep passes with no help, or if there is a safety, he got a late jump on trying to help. I it, you got to believe these guys. These are the guys who are all good athletes and they're all fast. Don't get me wrong. A lot of guys in the NFL. If you're playing in the secondary, you're probably pretty fast. Some of the safeties are a little slower. But then there's his fast. And I know in scouting reports they talk about it. They they The coaches talk about it. And yet the corners and safeties, have you ever noticed when he catches a football, always seem to be two to three yards behind him? Always. And you're like, how can that happen? Like, we've gone over this. You've seen it. You've seen – a video of him, games of him with Kansas City. You've seen people have angles on him. And you see what happens when you make one false step or you get caught looking at where two is looking to go with the ball and watching his eyes and his body. And, and, and you take your eye off him for just one second, and that one second, he is by you. It is uh, one of the great mysteries of mankind for a league that studies tendencies and the first one was hilarious, though. I mean, the guy just just standing there. Tyreek puts a little move on him, and he's gone. There was a guy that was scared to death yeah, to what play. What the hell was that? I don't so, know if you got to see him on the sideline afterwards. He was a, no, He was I didn't looking see around for someone to, to help him out. With, I mean, he was just like, what the hell just happened? So he, uh, they're afraid to play their technique. I think those guys, they go, hey, we, we got to play him tight, and we got we to gotta get a little jam on him. And I think every time those guys hear that on a real fast guy, especially this guy, if I miss on that jam, Waddle's the same way. You miss on the jam and their separation right away, and now I can't run as fast as they are, so the separation is even more. And if I don't get help over the top, I'm going to be the highlight goofball all day after the game. I get to see those highlights popping up of me. So anyway, we got that. And by the way, I don't, I, uh, for for I, I want to do this. A lot of you may disagree with it. That's fine. That's why we do these shows. But I, I really, I really want to apologize to Florida State for going thirteen and zero in the ACC in a Power Five conference, and basically being told, hey. We were going to put you in, but Jordan Travis got hurt. And without Jordan Travis, we've had a chance to see what your second and third quarterbacks look like. And we know Jordan Travis got a broken leg. He can't come back. 
So we don't think you can compete with Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama, so we're leaving you out. We think those four are much better matchups with each other. We would like to think that all four of them have a chance to win a championship, which which may be true, except Florida State just went 13-0 and and did beat teams without Jordan Travis and have a lot of high draft picks, have a really good defense, have a lot of really good players, but yes, the backups are not as good as Jordan Travis. Not not even in the same in the same country as as Jordan Travis. Can you imagine telling somebody that that group of former ADs and and these high powered people that are all part of of the makeup that meet all the meet every week to go over this and who do you like and they all got together and said, "Well, I got to be honest with Jordan Travis out." I can't vote them in. Put them five, put them six, but we can't put them in the top four. Well, that committee did exactly what they're supposed to do, right? They got the best matchups for their TV partners, the people that run college football, the TV networks, and they got the best possible television matchups that they could get. FSU obviously deserves to be in there. It's not even a discussion, really. What other sport? Name me another sport where if you win, you you overcome something like that and you win, you get penalized. Well, it doesn't happen what other in professional. Could that possibly happen? It, it doesn't happen in professional sports. Doesn't happen in college basketball. Doesn't happen anywhere. By the way, and we've seen it late in a year after a team has a big lead and and go, goes into the playoffs, but they lose a key guy. Yeah, they should and, be and they look different. For what they did, they should be celebrated for the fact that they lost their quarterback and their leader, and they still found a way to win these games. Whatever you think of Louisville. They went out on a neutral site in a you know crappy weather and a cold and all that and went out and won like that that should be enough. I give Norvell a lot of credit. He didn't have a lot of time to politic and obviously AD was upset and the ACC commissioner was upset uh, about this and what happened and and listen it's a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money. We're talking about a lot of money for Florida State. With the new system they put in with the ACC, it's um, this whole like best team thing though is so stupid because it's such a subjective thing, right? Everyone's got their own leanings and teams you watched more than others or whatever it is, right? Everyone's got their own opinions. But you know what's sad? The saddest part of this is if Jordan Travis is healthy, they're in and nobody's saying a word. That they're should not in. be part of the equation, though. They are in. Matter of fact, they're not even a four seed. They're a three seed. The fact that they won all their games in a major kind of Power Five conference like that should take the guesswork out of it. Hell, they might have been a two seed. They might have been behind Michigan. That should take that whole like we need the best teams. All right, well you know what these this team helped you out by winning all their games. You just put them in. So let me tell you what happens next year with twelve teams like Florida State. They overlook that now because they have the extra spots and they go. All right, they're undefeated. You're in. Um. Anyway, it it's crazy. But I got to tell you, Texas sat back and said, put Alabama in. They beat Georgia. You got to put them in. And by the way, our argument, our debate's the best of all. We beat Alabama at Alabama. So we know we're going in. So sure enough, man, Texas is in. Alabama's in. Washington, no question they deserve. They went out on a neutral site in Las Vegas and beat Oregon. And Michigan is... Michigan could be just where, where they are, the one seed. They could be the best team in this whole thing, and uh, we'll find out. But I do feel 
yesterday when I saw the Florida State stuff, I was like, damn, can you imagine winning every game? And you're in a, you're a Power 5 conference. Whatever you think of the ACC, you're in a Power 5 conference. And you didn't get in. You did not get in going 13-0. and But look at the schedules these other teams played, Joe. It's not like any of them played anything that was that much, you know, significantly tougher than FSU. Don't say that the SEC. They go, hey, we got to play our conference. It's tougher than anybody well, else's conference. One of the best teams in that conference. Yes, you did. You beat one of the I, top. I mean, look, I hate them. I don't having to defend FSU this morning, but they they got hosed, man. I mean, this is it's absolutely wrong. And the the biggest problem, like they they get screwed out of a lot of money here. Yeah, no. The conference, the school. Oh no, they got incentives to be. Here. They got incentives when you get up there for the team that gets there to uh, to make some extra money, which Florida State's been complaining about. And uh, now all of a sudden, after all those complaints, here they are as the best team in the AC. And by the way, best team by a long shot when you go undefeated and do what they did this year. Pretty pretty amazing. So I get we have a lot of Canes people that are texting in that are all riled up this morning that are thrilled that FSU didn't get no, in. No, no, that's, that's fine. fine. <clears throat> that that has nothing to do but with it. But if you this. take your, like, and again, <clears throat> I preface this by saying I strongly dislike FSU, and my, my friends who are fans of them are incredibly obnoxious. But, like, after saying all that, Joe, that team got absolutely screwed. You imagine if Miami won out and the ACC went 12-0 and and didn't get in? Because whoever the starting quarterback had a really good year and that and the, we got a chance to see the backup. Worst part of this whole thing is is everybody got to see Florida State's two and three quarterbacks and went, including that committee, and said, ugh, well, they're not very good without them. Look at this freaking – I mean, listen, they beat Louisville. You saw the guy's stats, right? Brock, uh, Brock yeah, it Glenn. Matter, it matters, though. Eight for 21, 55 yards. They saw the it. The whole point of this It did thing, matter to them, though, Woody. But the whole point of this thing was if you win out, you go undefeated in one of these conferences, then you get a chance to settle it on the field. That was the whole point of this thing going to four. Well. That was right. That was the point. Like, hey, if you win out in your conference – and you're a Power 5 team, you're going to get a chance to, to settle it on the field. By the way, I, That's why we expanded this thing. I do have some good news. Uh, the Orange Bowl is the big winner in this whole thing. <laughs> yes, they, they're going to have a The big Orange game. Bowl gets Georgia 12-1, and who barely lost to Alabama, and an undefeated Florida State team without their quarterback, starting quarterback. So they've got two teams. They're not. This is not a semifinal game or a finals game in the playoff system. This is just the Orange Bowl getting two teams that have a total of one loss, 25-1. and one. Five versus six, and the Orange Bowl got involved. You don't think all those guys in those jackets, men and women in those jackets, aren't excited this morning going, hell yeah. Hey, sorry to hear you. neither one of you got in. I understand, Coach Martin, Coach Norvell. Hey, it's terrible, but we sure would hope you enjoy in South Florida. Recruiting and and spending some time will get you to the beach, get you out to Hard Rock for a party. Let me read one one text here. This guy says, "Come on, guys! You know Michigan would have shredded FSU and so would Alabama. They're clearly a better number four. Joe, it, it is a subjective conversation. You can't sit here and tell me with with, with you know as a fact that Alabama is better than FSU. You just can't." You know Alabama. That's why they play these games, because they settle it on the field. And if you win all your games, 
you're supposed to be afforded that opportunity to play for a championship. So I, That's I'm, how it I'm works. kind of I'm kind of torn on Alabama. First of all, they beat Georgia. They beat the number one team. Have been for three years. Well, okay, but Georgia's they beat them. All that great. That's fine. Uh, well, you can say whatever you want. Fine. They haven't lost a frigging game in three years. And they got two hundred okay. guys in a, in the draft. Georgia, yes. Okay. But they were lucky to win that game the they week beat Auburn before. On a complete fluke play, guy, yes. guy scrambling around back there and drops it in the back of the end zone, and God only knows where the defender was. This and they the won that Alabama game. Alabama team that I watched play USF and barely beat them. Well, they have gotten better, and uh, they got in. So. Another texture says very concerning. Uh, this guy says Miami fans of the entire ACC should be very concerned. If an undefeated FSU can't get in the college football playoff, no one in the ACC can. I'd be concerned. Well, let me give the other side of this. Clemson's undefeated. Are they getting left out? If they're one of the Clemson teams we saw a few years ago when Dabble was going to the party every year. But but this, again, this is just so weird because it's just about one guy. And, and the guy doesn't have to apologize. He didn't get hurt on purpose. Jordan Travis. Had a great football season. Another another good texture, Joe. Imagine telling the 49ers last year you're not allowed to play in the conference championship because your third string Purdy has to play. That's a good one. Yes. That's it is literally the only sport that's that right. you would be penalized 100%. for a guy getting hurt. Because there's which is only something you can't control. There's, there's only, only one four thing spots. You can control wins and losses. Yeah. That's the only thing you can control. Woody, there's only four spots in it. And you're right, professional sports would never do this. You, you'd line up with two, three, and if you had two, or you have to put a running back back there, whatever, 49ers. Oh, they had Purdy handing the ball off because he couldn't throw it. Hey, we got to go to break here. We're super late before you. I like these texts coming in, though, man. I'm all riled up this morning. People well, I think they did the right. Look, they did the right thing by their TV partners, the people that. Oh, no, that's why those guys all went crazy on TV. Like, hey, man, Herbie and those guys. Hey, this, hey listen, that man. is there to serve I'm, ESPN. That's I all feel bad for. for Florida State, but we got it right. I feel bad for. They got to start with that Florida State because they, they know they're going to have to come. I feel bad for Florida State. But they got it right. All right, right now I'm going to tell you about getting it right. Air around the clock, air conditioning and plumbing. Going to get it right for you with great service, 35 years of experience. Big Daddy Lenny started this thing 35 years ago. We lost him, but I, I still have memory of this guy going to dinner on a Saturday night with him and never talking to him because he's talking to his salespeople who have sold air conditioning units and they have to get in on the weekend. New ones. And I was like, wow, you never turn it off. And he goes, no, this is what I do. His guys want to take off during the holidays. And Big Daddy Lenny would say, can you can you guys work a half a day? Like, people have air conditioning problems. That's what this company's been built on for 35 years. Great service with the best people. Trained and certified technicians. Licensed, experienced plumbers. Seven days a week. Even sometimes those guys here, the wife go, do you have to work this weekend? Yes. It's my weekend to work. And we're really good at what we do. And people have problems with uh, plumbing and air conditioning units on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be there for them, man. That's what this thing's built on. That's why it's been so successful. And I want to let you know, if you need a new air conditioning unit, you need a water heater, we are the water heater kings and air conditioning kings of South Florida. We have a warehouse full. A brand new, all different size, air conditioning units and water heaters if you ever have a problem. Our goal every day is same-day installation. We don't have to order them. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them in a warehouse. 
financing plans to help you out. So any kind of plumbing problems or air conditioning problems, you know you're getting the best people who are going to work their butt off to get it done for you quickly. Family-owned and operated, Eric, Mike, Chippy, and all the rest of them. I just want to let you know you've seen the billboards. They're everywhere. You see some of the TV commercials. But I can tell you right now, man, these people are really good at what they do. 855-PLUMBER. Any kind of plumbing problems, call Little lady will answer, say, Joe Rose said you guys are good. I got a plumbing problem. 855-PLUMBER for air around the clock, air conditioning and plumbing. All right, welcome back and a good morning. We got so much stuff to get to. We got the bowl games all set. Miami's going to be going to Yankee Stadium, playing against Rutgers. Greg Schiano, Mario Cristobal coach together, if you're not familiar with the background at Rutgers. Um. So they'll play against each other. We have the transfer portal window opens today. Boy, get ready, man. They're going to be a lot of kids leaving a lot of schools today. As uh, So the announcement, it's kind of weird. So the coaches found out with the players last night, hey, this is where we're going for all these bowl games and all of them from the Orange and Sugar and, and that group of bowl games to Fiesta to the smaller bowls that, that are out there. And then on top of that, they got transfer portal opens today. <laughs> so he goes, hey, guys, we know where we're going. It's going to be fun. This is when we're going to start practice. And some of the guys are going, I'm not. I'm out. I'm not. I'm uh, I'm going to be leaving. I've already got it all set up with my marketing guy. and talked to mom and dad. I'm, I'm leaving. So that opens up for a month today. And, uh, and then we got Florida State that's out. Uh, I don't know, some people thought Georgia, I listened to some people last night with that football crowd that I traveled home with, thought Georgia got screwed. Some of the ones that think that SEC should add two teams in there, and there are some of those. So, uh, listen, man, I don't know about you, but I do know this, 13-0 and for even the old Canes fans that have seen what a 13-0 and or 12-0 and looks like, um, they're hard to do. And Florida State did it, even with a second and third string quarterback for last couple games that uh, that they won. It is kind of weird. Listen, I don't, and I really don't care. And I know how Canes fans feel about Florida State and Florida State fans, and I know Florida fans probably aren't not a lot of sympathy for for what's going on as part of an, the SEC and don't care about Florida State and what what they've done up there. But I got to tell you, man. Everybody can step back and just just this. And I and I, I don't want to hear we got screwed and we were co-champs and we got left out and we're the best team in the country, that Sugar Bowl team. And I don't disagree. Probably nobody could have beat that team. And there's been other Canes teams that, you know, that had a loss early and then just kicked everybody's butt or, or didn't get, you know, I, I understand. Or you're undefeated and teams don't, it's happened in the old system before and they just tried to guess or had co-champs and, and all that stuff they used to do. But in today's environment of college football, 13-0 and in any one of those five conferences is really impressive. What Washington did, Michigan did, and FSU did. And you being told that you can't get in Basically, because you didn't have a second quarterback ready to go at a high enough level. And Jordan Travis, poor Jordan Travis must like, he broke his friggin' leg. He didn't like leave early or like he didn't get suspended for missing a class. And so you, you lost. 
this guy had a great, great, by the way, one of the great Florida State quarterbacks and had one of the great years of all time, great two years of, of all time. What he did, what are they, 9-3 and three last year, Woody, or something? They had a really good yeah, record last just, year. it's funny. We're talking about FSU right now. Like, they lost their conference championship game, like, on a crazy play at the end or something. We're trying to, like, campaign for them to get in, like, there, there's no question they should have gotten. Well, it, so this, this the committee is designed for them to get in if you win out your conference. Committee is sitting back watching the game Friday and going, "All right, Washington, very impressive. You're in." And they all look around the room while they're having lunch and drink. Ah, yeah, you're, they're in. They're in. Yeah, Washington, that, that's impressive. At Oregon, everybody thought Oregon was going to beat them, including Vegas. So, so now they go to the other games and they're watching Brock Glenn struggle to complete passes. Completes eight of twenty-one for fifty-five yards. They went on defense and running the foot. You saw. I, I don't need to go through it. And they go, "Uh oh, yeah, that's not going to work." Texas destroys their opponent. See, Michigan wins. That was an easy one. So the FSU backup quarterback gets hurt because a Gator took a cheap shot at him. Right? <laughs> oh, come on! He's don't. sliding. The guy. The guy goes head hunting. Okay, but here's the other thing that's interesting about this whole deal. Those games aren't for like a month. You don't think FSU in, in the next like three, four weeks could have gotten this guy, their backup, ready to play at a decent level? I, the, I think the way the, that their defense is playing? I think the bigger problem is Jordan Travis to the next guy. What, that it's not be a sexy enough for television? I'm just telling what they did. What yeah, I mean, I understand, I understand what I they understand did. That the committee is Jordan Travis is the, really good. We all agree. And if Jordan Travis is healthy, we are not having this uh, discussion. Whatever. That committee is essentially ESPN gathered in a room, right? That's all they are. And they know. put together the we best matchups that ESPN's can make the most money for their money TV to... partners and sponsors because the TV partners are the people that run college football. That's why you saw the demise of the Pac-12. They, they are TV afraid. People get what they want. They were afraid that Florida State was going to get blown out by one of those yes. and, and keep somebody around for a half a game. Yes, I don't disagree. But who's to say Florida State with the talent they have on defense and some of those other those well, they receivers got, they, they got and stuff? Like, who's to say they don't get this quarterback in the next three weeks ready to go? Well, they're not getting the guy they wanted. But this is about Jordan Travis. I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm yeah, blaming Jordan the kid. Yeah, Jordan Travis came out on Twitter and apologized to everyone because he knows it's on him. Jordan, what is he supposed to do? Jordan, you were so good this year. He didn't take a backseat to too many quarterbacks anywhere, even in his own conference where the guy might be the first overall pick, Drake May. All right, we got to go to break. We got to get all caught up here. We do have a lot of news. Dolphins, 30-point win. Running the – how nice was that at the end of the game to watch the Dolphins hand the ball off and just run right down on two drives at the end of that game. Just run – it threw a couple of short passes on the drive before the last one. And just run it, run it, run it. And seeing A-Chan back with the other backs getting involved – uh, boy, what a, what a season for the running back position led by Raheem Mostert and the amount of touchdowns they've had. My God, it's got to be some kind of record to go with. Congratulations, Tyreek Hill broke Mark Clayton's record yesterday for most yards in a season. And uh, and Tyreek's not done, man. Tyreek's got – Tyreek talked about two things, and they're, neither one of them's crazy now to talk about. He talked about winning a Super Bowl and getting to 2,000 yards. And we all laughed at him. I did. I go, oh, he's just talking again. Oh, that podcast. That, what's he doing? He, he might be on to something. All right, we're going to break here. We do have more stuff to get to. 
man, do I have a great holiday gift idea. I, Friday, I went out there to see the guys over there at Cliggy's, Cliggy's Golf Carts in Pompano. Man, I got to tell you, if you want to do something you can really enjoy with the whole family, and I'm not just talking about a golf cart to get from one golf hole to the next. I'm talking about a tricked-out Cliggy's Golf Cart. The coolest golf cart on the road anywhere in South Florida. I'm talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power. I'm talking about getting at a nice speed, a five-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, a sweet sound system, all painted in your favorite team colors. By the way, you even have a safety system, basically kid-proof, so you don't have to worry about that thing taking off. I mean, they thought of everything on these golf carts. 0% financing, six-seaters, four-seaters, whatever you're looking for that you and your family can enjoy. I'm talking about during the holidays, so you got a little time off, you want to jump in the cart with the kids and grab a cold drink and drive around a little bit. Man, they are so much fun. Visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road. I got to get you to the showroom in Pompano Beach. Visit Cliggy's Carts. They're an authorized Royal EV dealer. All right, Woody. Got uh, Omar Kelly going to join us coming up here in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. What do you have for us uh, here on a Monday? Well, as I see Omar making his way in here, Joe, I'll wait to Oh, good, good, good. I, I, I want to bring Omar in on this as we whip around the league here. All right. But let me get you this Morning, one o. first. Let me get you this first here, Joe. Okay, what do you have before all right, Omar 19, gets all hooked 1914, up? 1914, Baltimore News, Babe Ruth rookie card. Sold for $7.2 million, including the buyer's premium. Damn. You have any Babe Ruths in your collection, Joe, from 1914 when you were just a boy? That's not funny, first of all. Second of all, um, no, I don't have anything Babe Ruth. I think I did have Mickey Mantle stuff at one time, but I don't know. I had a ton of cards, man. Everything when I was a kid was collecting baseball cards. Is Omar good to go? I, I, I am. All right, Omar. Good to see you again, by the way. Omar sat right behind me at the Heat game. Man, was his seats good. One row better than Omar. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you were right there, it sounded like both of you guys had good seats. Uh, man. Boy, Danny, I'm jealous of your seats, brother. Yeah, we uh, we took the Heat uh, you minus took, 12 uh, and a half, and they got, he lost by 30. Well, I'll tell you what. Not do well. That's a track meet when you play that team. Oh, man, they could score. They, they get up and down like, do you score? Hurry up, give us a damn ball. We're going back down. <laughs> you know, when you sit that close to the court, you can see the outrageous lack of effort. I, mean, I don't want to bother Jimmy Butler too much, but he didn't break a sweat in that game. Anyway, let's do the NFL stuff. Today's not a Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it's Butler, not a Jimmy man. Butler. And by the way, he's, a little bit, he's on a little bit of a hall pass. He just I, is. I don't think I don't think he's all the way healthy. I mean, at least he was playing, unlike other people. It's like the first month of the season. All right, let me get to the uh, the NFL. Don't stuff. get him going on guys uh, resting uh, in the uh, NBA. Yeah. Worst football game of the year, gentlemen: Patriots and Chargers. Listen, <laughs> let the Patriots tank, man. Let them let them do what they need they're to do to get tanking. their. Quarter. I don't think they're tanking. No, they got to be tanking. They can't they're, be. They're, they there cannot is be no that way. bad. He Back cares more about his wins and catching Don Shula nah, than tanking. He doesn't. He, there's no He's way. Not be around. The smart thing to do would be to tank if they you were them. And I don't. I don't. I don't know if he survives, but they they should be tanking. This is a tank situation. He would not listen to the owner. Number one. Number two, the owner's already made up his mind. We're going to have a structure like the rest of the NFL, actually have GMs and people. And, Bill, you're not going to be controlling everything. 
You're going to go get a life and find a new little girlfriend, and you're going to have a little bit more of a normal life because we don't care anymore. I, We're I so bad. I don't think he survives. He should be fired. And, and now, unless you're not, unless you're intentionally tanking, which is what you should be doing. Um, Omar, their team's going to be interested in Bill Belichick. Yeah, I think they. I think there are. Why? Um, because he's trying to challenge Don Shula's record, and he's established. No, as no, long I as you know he wants to coach. Yes. But why would a team be interested? Because he can fix Justin Herbert. What? He hasn't fixed anybody. I mean, he did coach the the Wait, greatest quarterback he of did all time. Nothing to do with Tom. That's all Tom oh Brady. Okay, listen. This I don't disagree. I don't disagree said. with you, but it's easy to sell. To another organization, especially one as dysfunctional as the Chargers. But you don't think the other owners have talked? They know who he is. And they're going, you know, he wants to control everything. No, no, no. I'm not giving him control of everything. But you could be so the top. So how's that going to go at age 70 all of a sudden? You've had total control of everything. Do you want to coach or not? That's how it's going to go. That's the conversation. Do you want to coach again and break Don Shula's record or not? Does somebody else pick up that twenty million a year he makes? No, 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 no. I mean, I right, mean, he, he probably on. has to take All a pay right, cut. I'm sorry. Omar's sorry been here that. for thirty seconds. He's already said something absolutely outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Falcons and Jets. Another game uh, that, oh, that, uh, that was just as bad. Neither one of them scored a touchdown. Yeah, I have the quarter by quarter thing up here, and the Jets go two, three, and three, and zero in the four quarters in that game. Oh, you got a safety in there. Great yeah, play. Yeah, two in the first quarter. Right there, Quinn and Williams, hell of a play. Oh they didn't have a lot of that. How do you think that defense feels on that team? Uh, they're, they're, they're like, when is Aaron Rodgers coming back? <laughs> when is he going to be playing again? And, and where was Mac Jones yesterday on the other one? What do what they have him doing? I don't know. Belichick can't fix him, Omar. Only Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You got to have tools, brother. He's done you a great, have Omar, he's done a great job with Mac. Yeah. He's just going to go kick ass out there. But. Mac is in a tank, baby. And he has no weapons, to be honest. Yeah, but we knew that because he has the Dolphins discards. Mac's NFL career might be over here. All right, Cardinals. Beat the Steelers 24-10. to 10. What happened to the Steelers, man? They have no Kenny offense Pickett either. Why? We're, well, let's just do a theme Terrible. of no offense. Didn't their quarterback the get hurt in that yeah, game? Yeah, did. Kenny Pickett got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at How least. How good has he been? He's, he's, not, he's not that good. good. He's, not a, he's not good, but he's better than the alternative. He's, he's, in the, he's in the Ryan Tannehill light category of quarterbacks. It's all right. Since right, Ryan's coming to town, we're gonna have Ryan Tannehill's yeah. name. Damn, I wanted I times. wanted this to be Tannehill's revenge game from when he, you know, basically got Brian Flores and Tua created that divorce beaten up on, on they Miami. Play running back. Derrick Henry's hurt. Is he? Yeah, well he got hurt yesterday, yeah. Oh. He's not playing? Hurt? I don't know. I haven't asked him, but we'll they, find out how much he loves yesterday. football with that team coming here. Yeah, I'm sure he loves it. All right, uh, 22-17, the uh, Texans beat the Broncos. C.J. Stroud, Rookie of the Year. That seems like a Rookie of the Year. He might try to make a damn Pro Bowl right now. Uh, oh, he's already made a Pro yeah. Bowl. He, 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 is, he, so. he was in the MVP conversation. I mean, he's that, that team is way better. By the way, once again, the 49er flavor mm. of that team. Uh, the whole league's gonna have the 49er flavor, huh? Yeah, pretty much. And now Mike Skies is oh, – by the way, who's the first guy Mike McDaniel lose on that coach? Frank staff? Smith. Frank Smith. Uh, he, he, he was nearly in tears when we asked him about the fact that his name's being brought up at, for, for, for head coaching that. job. Not, he, I, Not the quarterback coach. No. Um, Darren Bevel's had his moment. He's had his chance. I think, I think this is you – know, you know that everybody wants to go with the fresh, young, 
new guy. He's got the number one offense in the NFL. He deserves a, he deserves a call up and an opportunity. My question about all of these coaches is always, can you put together a good staff? Brian Flores, I don't feel like he was able to put together a good staff. When you look at Mike McDaniel's staff, it was pretty good from the get-go. And, and I think that that's what separates good coach. I mean, separates. You could be a good coach, but can you put together a good staff? Like, I still doubt Brian Flores could put together a good staff. Who really wants to work for Brian Flores, especially offensively? Offensively? Well, I think Brian, next time he interviews, going to have to. But I think you know, Brian Flores can win. He can, he he can coach. coach. I did not say he can't coach. Now, the question uh-huh. is, the way he tries to get the message across, does it work in today's game? That mm. entire Belichick coaching tree yes, reeks of failure. Yes, it does. You're correct. Starting from their head man, who's a, that's an absolute bum. We'll save him for Wednesday. You love bum. Bill you can't Belichick say scumbag. Is, Bill Belichick is an embarrassment. He's a bum. He's all those things, man. He's a hack. All right. You have anything you know else? Why besides sitting there like Brady, a two-year-old calling everybody names? If he didn't have names. Brady, we would have never had. The, we would never talk been talking about this guy ever. He would have been out of the league thirty years ago. This guy didn't have Brady. Name calling. Did you catch right. Like I feel like he's in the fifth grade. The name calling going back and forth. Go ahead. What I else? I dislike him so strongly. I told you, by the way, that this was the gambling layup of the year outside of betting against the Jets the rest of the way. Uh, the Browns started Joe Flacco, Ugh. which was fantastic. Thirty-six nineteen. The Rams win that one. Oh, man. Just fantastic. Anytime Joe Flacco I forgot plays, that. How'd Joe do? He was actually not terrible, but he, bad enough to lose I, the game. I watched a little bit of it on Red Zone. I, I finally yeah. saw this Red Zone thing you keep speaking of. Um, and it was, uh, it, it, he moved like a statue. He he cannot move anymore. So do you like to watch a full game or do you like to bounce? I'm a game full game. game. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do not feel comfortable with that whole bouncing around to all the all the. If action. I'm on, if I'm hooked in a good game yeah. on CBS or Fox, I'm watching it. See, but then when it when it's not a good game, I think you can you it, you can go to that red zone thing because uh, there aren't always good games on. No, there's usually a lot of bad games. Yes, pretty much. So uh, I get the the. The appeal the red zone, but I just can't. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's overdose. All right, uh, you got anything else there, Woody? Besides calling you, know, you want to call anybody else a name or tell me who you don't no, like I think today? Tyreek Hill is the MVP, though. We got to continue to push that narrative. By the way, he he said after the game that two is the MVP. Just so you know, uh, when he was talking to a well, athlete. he doesn't have a vote, so screw him. I mean, he, <laughs> you're right, <laughs> but but you By can't. Way, he, think... He's got a Kamala Harris. He's Kamala Harris in the situation here. He's doing something for the benefit of the party. I think that. Uh, I think he's got a really good chance. I think these numbers and the plays, those plays, like again yesterday. You know, it's not normal to go sixty and seventy-five yards every game. It's just not normal. It's not. Hey, hey I listen. thought I saw guys that did it a lot, and I used to go, "Man, this is not normal." Listen, two was said on the first on the touchdown. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the first touchdown. He was like, "We got Waddle, Tyreek, and Devon A. Chain one-on-one man coverage." Yeah. Well, he said, "You go, yeah, you you gonna lose." Either way you go. Once, so, he, once he had time they, to throw, yeah. which he had a lot of time to throw, pass protection mm-hmm. was fantastic. And, and then on the second play, it's showing on the ESPN highlights right now, on the second play where yeah, they blitzed him. Yeah, where they blitzed him. Like, what are you doing blitzing Tua? Like, do you have you not paid attention to the entire season? You're going to get yourself in trouble blitzing Tua. Yeah, no question. Well, listen, we got to go to break here. But you can tell Omar's jacked up today, too. Omar Kelly will be with us. Uh, we got the 8 o'clock hour coming up. 
I got to tell you about Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. I love telling you about Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage, especially when he sends me some good news. Oh, and I love good news. Yeah, Michael Kotze, Choice Mortgage, 30-plus years in the business, a guy that has grown this business throughout South Florida because he works, and not only does he work hard, but he gets it done for you quickly. A lot faster than banks. Nothing against the great banks we have. Seven days a week, this guy's working. Fixed rate mortgage is now in the fives. If you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over 7%, you got to call Michael Kotze. Fixed rates in the fives with no prepayment penalty. Call him right now. Save money and have better cash flow. How's that for starters? I just want to let you know. Whatever it is you're looking to get it done, second mortgage, get some equity out of your home, whatever. Get those rates down a little bit where you can get more out of your money. You can do it. Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage has been helping Floridians for more than three decades. Call him on his cell phone. He is 24-7-561-441-2730. It's 561-441-2730. Man, I need to talk to somebody. Should I go to Michael Kotze? Yes. MLS. One six six two five four rates and terms subject to change daily without notice. He's an equal housing lender.